Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Truth About Trucking, live, hosted by Alan Smith, a 30-year OTR veteran, business entrepreneur, and motor carrier transportation consultant, specializing in assisting students and new drivers, and pushing forward to raise the standards of the trucking industry. And now, live from beautiful Citrus County, Florida, here's your host, Alan Smith. Oh, yes, it is. Thank you, Scott Woodside, for that introduction, and welcome to Truth About Trucking Live. I'm Alan Smith, and today is Monday, September 8th, and I'm glad you could join us today. We have a great show today. Uh, We will be diving into the world of politics as it relates to the transportation industry. Our call-in number, if you'd like to participate, is 347 826-9170. Eight two six nine one seven zero. Now I'm I'm no politician or political analyst, so let's just get that straight right now. But our special guest today is a business analyst and has been involved within Florida's political arena and is a long, lifelong Floridian and a major activist for transportation reform. Sally Baptist is very active in fighting for the rights of America's citizens by informing people about the mismanagement and misappropriation of your tax dollars, and she is on a mission to stop the adding of more toll roads within the state and the selling off of our country's infrastructure. And she's going to explain all that with forthright evidence. So, Sally, welcome to the show. How are you? Oh, thank you so much for inviting me. And, uh, well, considering that we've missed uh, two of the hurricanes, the Hannah and the Ike, I think we're doing real good, all of us, here in Florida right now. So oh, man, just keep it. Yes. No, I'm just going to say just keep our fingers crossed. The next two months are going to be the usually the most active. That's right. Well, so far, so good. <laughs> it's not that I, I hear wish, you. Not, not that I wish it on our, our fellow Americans elsewhere, but I have to admit I'm glad it didn't come here. So that part I am, that, too. I hope. And I just hope it just misses everybody. Yes, exactly. Okay. Uh, well, where do you want to well, begin on this? <laughs> Well, I appreciate you being here. So now, you're very well known here in the state of Florida and nearby states. I mean, you ran for mayor of Orange County in 06, and you're a relentless citizen activist. We we have listeners from all across the country. So for those who may not be acquainted with you, just give us a, a brief bio on yourself and, and then tell us, out of all the issues you could have been uh, become involved in, why transportation reform? Well... First off, as you, as you stated, I am a native of Orlando, Florida. I've been here all my life, um, and I just uh, I'm a business analyst by trade. I, I work with uh, different systems where I implement new software and things like that. So I work in the IT industry, and uh, because I do that type of work, I frequently take projects all uh, across the country. Um, for a while there, I was working up in North Carolina, and I was driving up and down I-95, which at this time doesn't have any tolls on it. And, um, uh, you know, I just appreciate what the interstate does for us. Uh, and how I got into transportation, well, here in Orlando, for anybody who's who's driven through Orlando, they always remember it, and those who live here, um, all they have are toll roads. We don't have, the I-4 is the only true freeway that we have through Orlando right now. Everything else, every expressway is a toll road, and it's just brutal on uh, people with lower income. And it's just very expensive. It's, it's just a scam is all it truly is. And, you know, in the beginning, they always promised that the tolls would be temporary, that they would go away. The Florida Turnpike, back in 57, they said the tolls were going to be there for 10 years. Now we're hitting 50. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I think they've <laughs> yeah. paid it off by now. And I would think. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And, you know, for those who are familiar with the B line, they spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to rename it the Beach Line for no good reason. This is what they spend money on. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I love to tell people the story about that. The B Line was uh, open in 67. And just guess what the, the cost for the B Line when it was initially built was, what the, what the cost to build that road was. So one of the oh, oldest man, I would have in the no, area. I would so, have no idea. Try $6 million. Do you think they paid it off by now? 
I, w- I would think. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's a cash cow. They get their hands on the stuff, and then they never let go. But kind of going back to how did I get into this, I mean, we're already told to death in central Florida as it is. Between if you pay three gas taxes, federal, state, and local, then they put these toll roads all over the place. And then a few years back, they were talking about putting the tolls on I-4. Of course, the sleaziness of our government, unfortunately, I've lost a lot of respect for government in the last few years, they were trying to slip this in with nobody knowing about it. If we don't say it too loud, we'll, we'll pass the bill, no one will know, and we'll just put them there. Well, the word got out. Thank goodness the media does report stuff once in a while. And the word got out that they were talking about putting tolls on I-4. And it just outraged me to know when it's like they're tolling us to death. What What is going on here? So this was about eight years ago now, I guess, and I just started researching it. Why Why are they doing this? Anybody with even the most basic of economic sense knows what it costs to collect toll revenues with all their fancy gadgets is so expensive. Why do they do this? And the, the, right. you know, the, the simple answer is, well, they can brainwash people into thinking a toll is not a tax. So instead of getting a tax passed, they do a toll. That's that's the problem right. mentality. So anyway, that's kind of how I got started in it. And it, yeah, I know they like I, I know they like to use the term user fee. Oh yeah, user fee. <laughs> yeah. There, there uh-huh. could be no bigger myth than than that particular thing there. And people need to be aware that more so today than even in the past, municipalities are they're really doing the same thing with the toll roads that they did with the lottery. You know, the lottery was always supposed to supplement education. Well, in fact, it replaced it, and then they just did other stuff with the money. Well, today, mm-hmm. in Florida specifically, one, they divert funds out of the highway trust fund all the time to non-transportation expenses, and then they build another toll road. And then the other is that they actually, literally, the Orange County Commissioner, Linda Stewart, said, we don't want to put tolls on I-4 for the roads, we want to put tolls on I-4 for mass transit. So the people paying the toll aren't okay. the ones who will benefit. It's not for you, it's for mass right. transit. So, right. any, you know, if they tell you it's a user fee, just bop them one, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's just another word for a tax, I guess. A toll is a tax. Right, exactly. It's, it's that simple. And the toll taxes are the most expensive there is. Um there's so many different issues, and I guess the other reason, too, why I got so much into transportation is because it truly affects every single one of us. There is so much riding, literally, you know, um, to riding on our transportation system that the um, complacency, the lackadaisical attitude that these elected officials take of it, elected elites, as I prefer to call them, um, is just it's, it's totally outrageous. It's totally, totally outrageous. So right now, I mean, I'm out here trying to get the word out because most people agree with me. They don't want to pay the tolls. There are a few people out there who think you can privatize it and that that's the way to go. And, well, we may have um, Mr. Perez, may, maybe one of your callers here, he's a local candidate, and he happens to like the idea of privatizing the roads. But my concern right, yeah. When it comes to, and you tell me when, when we were going to take any other calls or anything, because as you can see, I can answer okay. quite easily. <laughs> I, I yeah, that's those. okay. Yeah, we <laughs> we have several people on our chat and a couple of the callers online, but just hold on, we'll get to you. And uh, but no, that's fine. Uh, Mr. Perez is on the line. I see his number there. So uh, callers on there, just hold on. We'll we're going to get to you. So um, uh, you know, I. I was, uh, you know, I, I, I think, you know, there's always, uh, it's no secret that all governments have some form of corruption. I mean, that just goes along with human nature, but isn't one part of the bigger picture is that citizens are just not engaging themselves enough in protecting their rights and liberties anymore? I mean, we're just putting too much trust in our politicians and in many cases not really understanding their backgrounds and so forth? Well, I would definitely say that's part of it, and I there, there, there's kind of a joke, and it's not maybe it's not really a joke, the uh, attitude or the uh, the philosophy that the dumbing down of Americans has been successful. And what that means is that through the public education system, um, we have, we've brainwashed people into saying, well, all you do is you go vote and then they take care of everything for you. And, you know, everybody that's tr- in, in office is honorable and that the only thing you do as a citizen is you go vote. 
And I'm here to say mm-hmm. if you don't follow what's going on, if you are not engaged in the local issues, the federal issues and things like that, I'm here to ask you to not vote. <laughs> Cause, right. You know, and I mean some people, right. the, the nerve of you. But if you're not engaged, don't go vote for Elvis Presley, please. You know, if you're not and if you're not if and especially if you're not informed, I mean, what's the purpose of voting if you're not informed? Uh, and that is it. And I'm telling you, you cannot depend strictly on the media. I mean, the news media is just a slanted, and all you have to do is look at the current presidential election. They refuse to give anybody any time except the two parties. And most people are so tired of the corruption of the two parties that they, they want another option. But the news media has a major stranglehold on it, and that's all they let you hear. So you have got right. to do your own homework and study and get engaged. That's the only way you're going to know what's really going on. And then put all the facts together. People, The American people are not stupid, but they're being brainwashed to the max. Right. Well, um, if um, what, what would you say to people that uh, – I always hear them say, well, if, if we don't have tolls, then how are we going to pay for the roads? Because I, I find that real funny because we're already paying for the roads through taxes, and many of them have already been paid for. But what about people like that that will you know, just say, well, you know, if we don't have tolls, how are we going to pay for the roads that really have already been paid for anyway or are being paid for by taxes? Well, on that one there, and some people may have heard the recent um, story about the Federal Highway Trust Fund has gone broke. Um, Right. All you have to do is go, there are several different websites that have excellent information on this about the earmarks. And uh, many people have heard, um, especially right now with the campaign going on, the bridges to nowhere. If you go and you see where they're spending the money, they're not spending Mm -hmm. it on the things they need. This is all political corruption governmental corruption where the money goes to the highest bidder. Here in Orange County, we have um, Congressman John Micah. He's, um, he, he's in the Central Florida area. He covers several different counties, in part of Orange County, Volusia County, I think part of Seminole County. He's been on the U.S. Transportation Committee for a long time. What is he focused on? He wants to get federal dollars to build a CSX commuter rail system. Basically what he's going to be doing, and this is – Ask anybody who's engaged in this conversation, and they will agree. The whole point of this is to give CSX a free set of tracks at the taxpayer's expense. Everybody in the community opposes the the majority. I won't say everybody. The majority of people oppose the commuter rail, but Congressman Micah is determined to put this commuter rail through when, in fact, it by itself will clog up 60 intersections at rush hour just in Orange County alone. It's a very, very bad wow. solution for mass transit. But this is how he wants to spend federal tax dollars. They're going to spend several billions of dollars between Florida and the feds on a commuter rail system that will be totally ineffective. And, and you'd have to see a total presentation of it to, to see why I say that. So it's not that there's not the money. It's the way they misappropriate the money. Let's go back and clean right. house and remember what they're supposed to do. Um, the question comes up is like, well, why not privatize it? Why shouldn't the private sector do this? A highway is not the same as a restaurant. <laughs> there are certain okay. things. <laughs> there's certain things that the, the general market, the private sector, cannot easily be competitive in. Like uh, here in, in Orlando, we've got the East-West Expressway, the 408. How many East-West Expressways can you have so that you can go out there and be competitive and get the best deal? Right. You just can't build right. ten east-west expressways and let the private sector give you the best deal. There, there, there isn't that element of, of the private sector, the marketing, the free enterprise that can happen in that arena. So that is why, and plus, this, this infrastructure, like the expressways, that is so critical to our economy, our emergency services, our national defense these are not just things that you, as a, as a consumer, you just decide whether you want to use it or not. It's not that type of service. So the idea, the privatization, which is what's going on now um, because of the corruption of, of Washington, D.C. and, and uh, Tallahassee, too, is just totally outrageous and totally does not serve the welfare of the people. It's totally uh, anti-American, as I call it. The nerve of them to sell our national infrastructure to foreign corporations it's mm-hmm. just outrageous. Well, then now that that brings up um, 
like this new thing. I didn't even know about it until I was speaking to you on the phone. That's I think that's how quiet they keep it. I mean, because I, I stay news pretty good. I didn't I didn't know anything about it, but the Florida Department of Transportation wanting to lease like the, the famous alligator alley in South Florida to a foreign private company. Uh, then they say, which in turn they would pay the state an annual fee. But now my understanding is that, is that Senate Majority Leader Daniel Webster wants to build up the Lawton Childs Endowment Fund by going through with this lease, and he, he wants the state to pay $450 million for 61 miles of rail line so Central Florida could start running commuter trains by 2010. He also wants to tap the endowment of $500 million from the $2.3 billion that they received from the state's tobacco settlement to take over Alligator Alley, which generated, I think it was almost $24 million in revenue last year. And, and he says that the $500 million would be spent on road, bridge, and mass, mass transit work. But, I mean, really, I mean, we're selling things to foreign countries. We're just selling our infrastructure, basically. That's really what's going on. We're selling our sovereignty. We are truly selling the sovereignty, and people sometimes when I say that and say national defense, they, they kind of think, you know, you must be some kind of a lunatic. Think about it. If, if a foreign if foreign entities have control of the highway system, what do you mm-hmm. think happens next? In, these, in many t- cases, like with the NAFTA superhighway going through Texas, they are given enormous leeway on eminent domain. Private foreign corporations having the right to take American property. It's just it's it's so outrageous. And, and then all the games right. like you just said with Webster, I, I'm going to do what I can to make sure Senator Webster's name is removed from any public thing he's trying to put him on, put his name on out there, because he's a disgrace as far as I'm concerned. In the past, he at one point in his career, he actually said we got we can't keep taking money out of the transportation trust fund and putting more tolls up. He actually said that one time, but that was a few years back. Obviously, he's been con, uh, converted to a earmark spender as well as some of the others, and they totally lose focus on what the role of government is. And, and what, what you were just saying, that's a perfect example of it. It's total, total abuse of authority and total recklessness with the welfare of the people. Well, let me take a – let's get a couple calls. I'm going to take a – let's go, uh, go to line three. And, Mr. Perez, hold on. Right after we get this caller, we'll get to you. Um, so we'll – Open up the line, line three from uh, area code 405. Uh, you're on the line. Go ahead. Hello, are you there? I can hear someone there because I can hear the echo. Yeah, I can hear me. Caller from Tulsa, Oklahoma. Are you there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, you, you are live me? on the air. Uh-huh, yeah, we can oh. hear you. You're live on the air. Go ahead. Well, I'm in Tulsa, Oklahoma, and we have toll roads here, too. And some of them, like the regular roads here, are in very poor shape. And in my view, this mismanagement of funds is a, is a problem for all the states. And with all the taxes that we pay here in Oklahoma, including for our toll roads, Many Oklahoma roads are in really poor condition. Yeah, so Sally, it's really not Florida. It's just re- this really pertains to all the states, isn't that right? Oh yeah. When it right. It's I don't. It's not just a Florida problem. I think it's a problem for all the states. And we pay taxes here to have our roads repaired, but we just don't see the repair. You have to follow the money trail of what these elected elites are doing. Um, Florida just happens to be the, the toll road capital of, of the country and probably the world because we have so many of them throughout the whole state, specifically here in Orange County and Central Florida, the Orlando area. So you're absolutely right, and the selling of the interstates is getting wider and wider spread, and they're doing more and more toll roads because they're brainwashing the citizens to say that they don't have the money. They do have the money. It's just reckless use of it. They'd rather spend a couple billion dollars on a CSX train that, that the people of Central Florida op- uh, adamantly oppose, the majority oppose. But they, you know, the, the focus of these elected elites, they don't care. They have to be ousted out of office. We have to challenge them, possibly in a court of law. And right now, today, because we are in an election year, we have got to make this an issue. We, it's, it's absolutely imperative, but you don't hear anyone talking about the North American Union, 
Do you hear Obama or McCain talk about the North American Union? Bob Barr does. And do you hear them talk about the NAFTA superhighway that's going to be owned by a foreign corporation? You know, right now we have to force these issues. And uh, I sent out some information. Anybody who did not get my email and, and wants me to forward it to them, I'll be happy to. Most of it is for Florida uh, elected officials. Send me an email at sally at tollsgreatgridlock.org. And um, I have a list of the different elected officials. You need to contact every single one of your elected officials. Contact the every Department of Transportation. Co contact the U.S. Department of Transportation. The members of the Transportation Committee. Be the biggest nuisance, pain, whatever you want to call it, to these people. We have got to get in their face. They will do something when they think the vote is on the line. Right. All right. Well, caller, thanks for your thanks for your call. I I had to turn you off because of getting a lot of feedback from your mic, but we appreciate the call. Um, okay, let's go to um, uh, Mr. Perez here. He's uh, he's been holding quite a while there. Uh, Mr. Perez, how are you? Uh, fine, thank you. Uh, thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to speak. I'm uh, running here in the, uh, in the central Florida area for the Florida State House of Representatives, District 33, with uh, Libertarian Platform. Um, one of my issues uh, as part of my platform, I think, the, um, I guess I'd like to kind of offer a different approach to uh, solving our transportation problems. And I think Sally, uh, I think that she made a, um, a lot of, uh, Sally made a lot of um, good uh, good arguments, in fact, to get the government out of uh, doing you know long long distance highway road road uh, long distance roads, and that's the fact that there's always corruption. Uh, the, the corruption, uh, unfortunately, is going to be there. And uh, you know what I would like to propose is to to move to privatize our long haul highways from the state to private companies charging tolls. And I would let just private companies let the market dictate and let private companies build long haul highways with no taxpayer money, and allow them to charge tolls. I've actually listed there in your website. Uh, some some articles from the Cato Institute website. Uh, you got to remember, you know, that market innovations such as user fees and, ro and roadway tolls actually, you know, contrary to what she might say, they actually benefit society by requiring potential users to consider costs when they decide whether to use a transportation system, and by not using taxpayers' money. Moreover, the involvement of private ownership and franchises and transportation operations can improve efficiency and reduce government financial risk. And the more market forces are brought to bear on transportation, the more efficiently transportation systems will be utilized. Uh, it's interesting because uh, our roadway system, if you look at one of the articles that I have there, uh, it's the one uh, entitled uh, Policy Analysis, Liberating the Roads, Reforming U.S. Highway Policy. It's one, one hyperlink that I have there. Uh, I think it's the PA538.pdf file. Um, interesting, during the late 18th and most of the 19th century, intercity roads in the United States uh, were primarily toll roads financed by private capital, and it did a, a tremendous job. Um, there's also another article there that I've read, A New Approach to Private Roads, and uh, that, one, um, that one is actually the, uh, the PDF file there on the hyperlinks that, that's, uh, that's part of the comments, v25n3-6.pdf. Um, I think that perhaps what, 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 what's recommended there is that uh, and the model that's there that's recommended is that if you're going to uh, put like a franchise, if you're going to give a franchise, so that seems an inclusive franchise that the government's going to give to a private company, and they're going to award a bid, uh, there's a model there called the Demet's auction model. And what should be done is you should award the franchise to the bidder that asks, that, that asks uh, for the lowest toll that they're going to provide. And uh, that would be one way to solve you know, some of our transportation problems. But... Um, you know, if if you read some of those articles that there that that I have there on the hyperlink, uh, it really provides a good free market uh, solution to our transportation problems. Um, and again, I mean, one of the problems you have is when when you when you tax people for um, for a roadway system, especially you know long 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 distance like interstate and stuff like that. Um, you know, people that wind up not using it wind up you know, paying for it at times, you know, and really right. if, if the, the, toll, the, the, the toll system, the, the toll system that's, that's, that's private enterprise is actually the, the, most, the fairest and the most efficient way of, of, of doing things. Um, 
you know. Okay, let's let's get a let's get Sally. Sally, but are are you? What were you saying about the privatization? Well, needless to say, I have a totally opposite opinion of it because you cannot the private sector cannot be competitive in such a massive network of roads. You can't simply go out there and have several different options. And whatever they may say they're going to bid on the um, what they're going to pr- uh, pay for charge for the tolls, there, that's no way that will ever last. I mean, that's going to last just like the temporary tolls of uh, the Florida Turnpike. So they'll end up charging whatever they want to, and you really won't have a choice. The other thing, too, and, and on my website, toll, uh, um, www.tollscreategridlock.org, I have some in- information about the history of the toll roads in Florida. And I have a picture of them t- uh, actually pulling away a toll booth because people were outraged by it, and it, it was just an excuse to keep the money flowing was basically what it was. The other aspect of it is that the interstate highway system, go back to the days of the uh, and you know the initial construction and, and um, implementation of the interstate highway system it is well known and well proven it was one of the biggest economic boosts to our economy it has changed this country forever and if you go and try to stranglehold it and limit access to it like they're trying to do now you are going to have a negative impact on the economy it was one of the best investments we ever made in this country, and there's right, there are different writings to that effect. What it did to the economy, trucking industry, what the whole, everything that you just think about, what happened? Try and imagine not having an interstate highway system out there, and just, or right. the limited access for people to to build it, privately own it. You would not have the massive network that we have across this country, and that not only talk about the economy, the military, the evacuation system it supports but a quality of life. People have been able to travel across this country like they never could before. So I, I just do not support that. And even if Grandma doesn't drive, her goods get transported on those roads. So when you make transportation most expensive or more expensive, everybody's cost of living goes up. It does not matter whether you drive or not, because very few people in this society are not impacted at all by the highway system. Well, if there's already taxes being paid for the roads anyway, I mean, take take these truckers specifically, the owner operator. I spent a lot spent a lot of time up in the Northeast, New York City, and the boroughs, and all down through their GW Bridge. And my, the company sometimes would keep me up there for two or three days, just running short hauls. And by the time I got out of there, I'd have three hundred dollars worth of toll receipts in my pocket. And yet, those are some of the roughest roads. I mean, they'll just jar your teeth out of your head up there. And and like you said now, and and. Um, uh, Mr. Perez, we'll see if you agree too. I mean, oh, Sally, I'm, you're I'm, saying. Am I still on the Go line? Ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I just, I just wanted to respond to some of what what Sally said. Um, you okay. know, the, the problem you have here is, you know, uh, the interstate system. I mean, it, it's it's financed a lot by fuel taxes. You know, they're easy to collect, but they suffer from basically three drawbacks. First, they're not really responsive to the costs imposed on the road system. You know, like diesel-powered vehicles, they typically use half the fuel consumed by gasoline-powered ones, you know. And second, you know, the, the costs imposed by road users on one another under conditions of congestions, you know, costs which should be charged to users if road systems are to be used efficiently, they're not adequately reflected in increased fuel consumption. And third, you know, as vehicles become more fuel efficient, you know, revenues proportional to fuel consumption decline in value and cannot keep up with the cost of providing roads. You know, the point I want to make, though, is that, I mean, there doesn't seem to be a scarcity of supermarkets. There doesn't seem to be a scarcity of movie theaters. There doesn't seem to be a scarcity of, of you know, of a lot of things that are run by the free market, you know. And I think that, uh, you know, the, the, the problem that happened here is that, you know, during, after, after World War II, there was a sort of a progressive movement coming in uh, among the American psyche. And, you know, unfortunately, there was... There was the attitude that, you know, government should start providing everything. Uh, I think personally, I think it's abusive that, uh, from my understanding of the toll systems, I mean, uh, that we have right now, it's, it's abusive that the government goes ahead, taxes the citizens, and then goes ahead and issues, you know, and does, and, and does, and, and in, in turn does, does a toll on it, you know. I think that's abusive. But, you know, the, the problem, I mean, the, the, the problem of abuse with the toll roads that that are directly owned by the government it's always going to continue uh because there's not really a real incentive uh to to provide what's normally done in the private enterprise which is customer service you know that 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 link simply isn't there 
So all I ask is that for, you know, the, the people that are listening here, uh, to look at the hyperlinks that I've put there on the comment section of your Internet radio and just take a look mm -hmm. at it. And, there's, you know, there's a, I'm asking people to just keep an open mind. And, you know, there's, there's, another, there's really another way of solving our transportation needs rather than, uh, you know, rather than to let government do, you know, do things. You know. And one of the problems is that we've got dedicated road funds that are often used by governments for non-road purposes. You know, a company that, that offers a service that would, that would have a road system, a, privately, a private road system, is always going to be able, you know, th their, their incentive is to provide service to the customer. And even if there's only one road between there, between two points, they're still in competition between the interstate, which is fast, right, a, a toll road, which is going to be fast, let's say, and the, mm -hmm. the local roads, which are slow. So uh, th they're not going to be able to just charge... You know, they're not going to be able to charge anything that, I mean, it's not 100% whatever they want to. Uh, I mean, the market's, the, the market's going to dictate that. So. Well, I, and, and that part, excuse me, but I would have to definitely dispute that because the plans for the I-4 tolls, they will be flexible rates, and depending on how the traffic is, they might be charging. It might, the lane may be open free of charge, or it could be as high as $10 one way. It just whatever they feel like charging at that point in time is what they will be allowed to do. There truly is no max, and the fact of the matter is if people don't use it, they don't seem to care. That because the tolls are not being put there as a means to fix the roads, it's, it's every other kind of game that is possibly there. I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I just, when you're talking about that, there is no competition for the roads. And right now in uh, Central Florida, where many people work in service industries, low income, they cannot afford to pay 100 and something bucks a month to use the toll roads. So what is the negative impact to all of us because of that? They have, that is why I call it tolls create gridlock. You cannot afford to use the expressway. The expressway is the most efficient, fuel-efficient, time-wise efficient, least-polluting way, yet they go in stranglehold. They should want people on the expressway because it will save fuel. It will reduce air pollution. Stop-and-go traffic is the worst on your environment. It's the worst on fuel consumption. It's the worst on travel time. They should be promoting what's the best way to go, not the worst way. But they go out there and they put a stranglehold on people who cannot afford 100 bucks or 100 plus bucks a month. The other aspect of it to the economy is that, okay, for those who lower income people who go out there and spend 100 $125 a month in toll taxes on top of the gas taxes and everything else they paid, now they're not going to go out to dinner tonight. They're not going to go to the movies tonight. They're not going to do the other shopping that would have also generated sales tax revenues. So you're, you're impacting your economy as well. It's not as cut and dry as people want to try and make this sound. It really is not that cut and dry, and it's a public service. And regardless of anything else, it doesn't matter what you're, in, what you're working on. Are you going, what are you going to do about emergency services? How do you go out there and adjust, take care of the emergency services, the emergency evacuations with a toll road system? It causes a whole other set of, is, of issues for transportation. And the one last thing I'll say here, and then I'll be quiet for, for a couple of minutes here, is that at nationwide, the average, to collect a gas tax, the actual collection cost itself to collect a gas tax at the pump is like 1%, a half a percent to 1%. To collect money at a toll booth can run 20 to 40%. So if you think you pay too much at the gas, at the gas pump for taxes, Go out there and do the math, figure how much you drive, how many um, gallons, uh, how many miles to a gallon you get, and the odds are when you figure out that toll tax you pay, you just paid somewhere to the tune of three bucks um, a gallon of gas tax. That's what it equates to. Toll collection systems are very expensive, and all they ever do, instead of paying off the bonds and removing some of the tolls, they go out there and they keep coming up with new technology to take money from you. This is, and you can say this is the government, it wouldn't matter, the government or the private sector. Let's spend money on taking, pe taking money from people. That's the whole goal. While they don't, as the other lady said, they don't maintain the roads. Now, we know right through um, Central Florida here there's a massive renovation going on with the um, East-West Expressway. The East-West Expressway Authority, one of the most corrupt business deals, land deals going back and forth between the board members, land developers being on the board voting and things like that, they just built themselves what I call the toll castle. It's 
the beautiful new building that they needed, and they're supposed to be putting a fake suspension bridge over Lake Underhill to make it the gateway to the city. This is what they use your toll money for. But bottom line, the toll road, the tolls are the most expensive. It has nothing to do with improving transportation. We we can add we can add something called hot lanes, extra hot lanes. And here's what you can do on some of those. For instance, if you want to widen a certain interstate, you should have you could have a private company add extra extra lines extra 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 lanes to a toll road okay we can keep the current ones let's let, let's say, let's say you have an let, let's say you have an interstate right or 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 current well, road exactly uh, if, 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 if you if, if if you please permit me to speak if you have if you have let's say a road that's currently three lanes it's 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 a major highway for some reason okay and you want and there's congestion and you want to go ahead and Add extra lanes, okay? If one of the ways that you can do this and still save taxpayers a tremendous amount of money is to is to use the concept of hot lanes, which is basically what I would propose is have a private company go ahead, build the extra lanes, okay, and have them charge whatever they want on those lanes. But at the same time, you can keep the other lanes that are free. What this will do is this will cause the consumer to make a decision. Do I want to go faster but go free through the other lanes that are going to be free? And by the way, they're not going to be free. They're going to be charged by taxpayers, everyone. Or the consumer can go ahead and choose, I'll go, I'll pay a little extra, I'll pay a little extra, and I'll go ahead and, and, uh, and, and get there a little faster. And as far as pricing, it's normal to go ahead. It makes more sense to price differently based on the time of day when you're expecting congestion. So that would relieve also the problem of people that, suppose, that, that allegedly cannot afford, and obviously there's some people that can't, but this would also relieve the problem of people that can't afford to toll, but at least it would allow an expansion of, the inter- of, of a major road and not cost the taxpayers any money, and it doesn't involve the government going in there and having corruption like you say, and the problem is you've got the government in there uh, uh, providing, uh, providing services, and, and, um, and like you said, if the government is, is as corrupt as you say, which I believe to a large extent it is, then, def- then, the, then, the, then the logical solution is if you want to expand your roadway system is to start letting private companies set up private toll roads and just let them charge whatever they want and not, and not have the taxpayers pay anything. But at the same time, you still have the other lanes that are still free and the, and the people can go ahead and ride those lanes and not, and not, and not have to be charged. But, you know, the, the, the system that you think that all roads should be absolutely free, they're not, you know, that it's simply not a fair system. And, you know, believe it or not, this concept of hot lanes has worked. It has worked uh, contrary to what many people think. It's worked in California where you've had uh, instances of, uh, of where people will use these hot lanes to allow them to get faster, to allow them to get to the destination uh, faster. And that's basically okay. it. That's okay. all I can say. Okay. Okay. Well, just, yeah. Sally, what about the hot lanes? Okay. Actually, that's part of what they're trying to do with I-4. They're, they're, they're nicknamed Lexus lanes because you have to be rich to drive in them. Um, that's exactly, and it was California that came up with the Lexus na- uh, lanes name for them. And um, while I won't get into the actual debate now, maybe we'll have another have a show on, on the Lexus lanes. Okay. Um, but it can also be proven that they're not very effective in California either. That, you know, it's kind of the mentality to say, we're going to charge you the most, and I uh, literally, a Florida, uh, the guy is now in charge of the Orlando Orange County Expressway Authority, Mr. Snyder, when he was still part of Florida DOT, he literally said, desperate drivers will pay the money. If you're desperate, okay, so we're building a, a toll lane, a Lexus lane, for desperate drivers. I mean, is that the way you define what a, a, a transportation system should be? desperate drivers and here you know to say alleged people don't have money to to spend on it look at what's happening when people when the gas price went up so to say that allegedly people don't have money to pay tolls a lot of people don't have it grandma people on retire on fixed incomes they can't afford a hundred something a month in tolls so that that part is is uh, i'm sorry i just can't agree with that piece of it the other thing We'll just uh, agree to disagree then. So, yeah, I think I think that's uh, all we can do at this moment. We're just going to have to agree yeah. to disagree. All I ask is for 
for people that are listening in on this show to look at the hyperlinks I've put in there on the comments and read those articles because they give very good arguments to a free enterprise form of, uh, of, uh, of, 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 of toll roads, of, of having uh, privatized roads in which the users of those roads are going to go ahead and pay for the service uh, rather than to allow others who aren't going to use the road be forced to pay for it. And that's basically okay, it. Okay, well, Mr. Mr. Perez, do you have a, a website that people can look at to, yeah. to follow your issues on what you think? You can go sure. ahead and give that out. Yeah, I've, I've, got, I've got other issues besides that one. I mean, I'm running under a libertarian platform. Um, my website is www.geocities.com forward slash F Perez 1776. Let me go ahead and spell that. Uh, w as in water, W as in water, W as in water, dot, G as in goat, E as in elephant, O as in orange, uh, C as in cat, I as in Indian, T as in Tom, I as in Indian, E as in elephant, S as in Sam, dot, C as in cat, O as in orange, M as in Mary, forward slash, F as in Frank, P as in point, E as in elephant, R as in Randy, E as in elephant, Z as in zebra, 1776. And I really like to thank you very much for giving me the opportunity to speak here. Well, I'm glad you came on, and I, I really appreciate it. And good luck with your run for the Florida State House of Reps for District 33 in November, huh? Thank you very much. All right, thanks again. Bye-bye. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> well, that was good. I mean, it okay. gives both sides. And But, you know, what I was going to say was I was sitting here. I have some other things I wanted to get to, but well, I've got a lot of chatting going on. Let me just read real quick some of the things. Uh, uh, one guy says, I think it's sad when we pay so much money in taxes and we're taxed yet again through tolls. I wouldn't mind paying tolls if we didn't pay one-third of our paychecks to the government plus all the other taxes that we pay on everything else. Someone else replies, these roads are always are already being paid for by federal and state taxes, not to mention county taxes, uh, but they claim the upkeep is paid by the tolls. I mean, the majority of people really seem to be against these tolls, and Toll roads really are not serving the needs of the community. Haven't you said that they uh, they hurt small businesses, um, they uh, divert dollars from local economy, uh, and the big thing for the no no toll roads is the gridlock, and we all see that in Florida. I mean, so they're really not it's really not serving the needs of the community, in your opinion, right? That's correct. When you talk about promote the, the role of government to promote the general welfare, pr provide for the common defense and promote the general welfare, you, you go back to say what does that truly mean? And when you look at the toll road situation here, um, you know, going back to small business, I have spoke to different landscaping companies, you know, your, your small businesses, the plumbers, the electricians, these are people who have to drive from house to house. And many of them have said, well, you know, I can't go, I can't be competitive uh, across this co the county because I really can't afford to drive back and forth on that expressway. And, I mean, the one person, the guy was so frustrated, he said, you know, I pay over $1,400 a month in toll taxes just for my landscaping because I have the trailer on the truck. I, 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 they're putting me out of business. So, I mean, it impacts many other things. It's not, again, it's not as, as cut and dry as people want to try and make it. And, you know, uh, Grandma, who's there, who can't drive, uh, who's on a fixed income, her food and everything gets delivered via the roads. What about that emergency service? What about that emergency evacuation? These are all things. Uh, the network, the highway system, is is critical to very a lot of things. It's not strictly a matter of going out joyriding. And that's the part I guess I can't, when I, when I hear some of the arguments, and, you know, I, I understand I, I've been dealing with the, the libertarian position on this for a while, so I understand they want everything private. They, you know, I don't know. You can't outsource everything, unfortunately, even though this government's trying to. I mean, how do people feel about them outsourcing um, our military? <laughs> you know, it's right, great right. for me. So there's just some things you cannot totally outsource, but that doesn't mean you go and sit quiet while government goes corrupt and goes wild because of all the special interest. You know, we, we don't have to be satisfied with a totally corrupt government like it is today. And that's what it, this corrupt government is going to destroy this country if people don't take it back. And I'll take a break here if there's anybody else who want to call, but then I want to talk about part of the solution to it. No, well, go ahead. I was just going to say um, there, these, these really aren't conspiracy theories, but facts. I mean, like all the taxes already paid into the highway fund, for example, is gone or will be gone in, in October. And uh, I remember a while back when they were talking about funding a new arena for Orlando Magic, and I'm, I'm not big into sports, but 
I recall that the total cost was somewhere around $480 million. And, you know, I always wondered just where did that money come from? I mean, was that, <laughs> was that some that was taken from the transportation fund? You really don't know. Well, actually, um, that's part of my solution. <laughs> it's um, Oh, okay. Uh, this, this ties it, perfect that you would say that because, again, is it the role of government to fund private sports? I mean, if you want to talk about cutting government out of stuff, the welfare for billionaires, the welfare for the Orlando Magic Billionaire Club is outrageous. Why should the people be paying taxes to support a billionaire club? They pay multi-million dollar salaries, and yet they want me to pay for their arena. It's totally outrageous. Uh, and, but we're in, in the case right now, there's the three venues in Orange County, the city of Orlando and Orange County, that they keep pushing these things. And they're taking their saying, they're boasting that, oh, the residents aren't going to pay. This is all coming out of the tourist tax. And, well, of course, we all know the tourist tax isn't going to cover all the law enforcement, all the traffic impacts and everything else. So we will all pay while they go out there and build a new citrus bowl that we don't need, don't have a football team for, um, the uh, new arena for the Orlando Magic. Nothing personal, but a new arena is not going to make the Orlando Magic win a game, like they say. <laughs> <laughs> and then an art center downtown. <laughs> I mean, we've got an art center now that we can't get anybody to go to because there's so many other things in this community with, with Disney and everything else. The art center is just not a big deal. But the whole point here, this is how they're going to spend the tourist tax dollars. They have to spend it somehow, and state law, and this is the solution I'm talking about, state law forbids us from using tourist tax dollars for highways. Is that not the most crazy, ridiculous thing that there could be? Tourism impacts our transportation so much. Can you imagine, I, I mean, how many um, local uh, taxpayers would be jumping for joy if we said, God, the tourists are going to help pay for the roads? <laughs> And, right, really. <laughs> and it makes They'd be coming sense. here a lot, wouldn't they? Uh, it, right. Well, exactly. If you would think anybody who is running for office right now who wanted to, to get some support from the voters, say you're going to be uh, uh, start getting realistic about changing, and I did hear one candidate talk about it, by the way, um, that they were going to say start changing, reforming the tourist tax because we should be able to use tourist taxes for the highways. Tourism impacts transportation big time. Why do we not use the tourist tax to improve our whole community, which improves the tourism as well? It just it makes too much sense. Right. And let me uh, if, if I'm not just totally confused here, let me uh, get this other caller here on the line real quick. Uh, caller on line four, can you hear me? You're on the air. Hello. Are you there? I don't think. Okay, I heard somebody. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. That might have that might have still been Mr. Perez. I wasn't for sure. I've got things flashing all over the board here. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, okay. Well, right. So that's what uh, the uh, that would affect the tourists, and that's what we rely on so much anyway. I would think. I mean, it just makes sense to me anyway. Yeah, again, why would you not allow? And I'm saying, you know, what if you took 2 or 3% of the tourist revenues? How much would that put into your economy, uh, to the transportation system? So I, I don't. there's no need to be selling off all of our, our infrastructure, especially to the foreign interest like this, when all we have to do is take the money where it should be. I mean, I'm sorry, I don't believe in, in spending money for the Orlando Magic when we can't even protect, take care of the roads we have. There's just some totally... Hose up priorities. I mean, you, we could probably spend you know the next three or four days talking about what these people are thinking about when they do this, but it's all to support the special interest, and they just don't care about the people. It's, it's that simple. We have got to change this stuff. Right now, we're at an election year. This is the perfect time to be going to go out there and get in their face. That's why I'm out there saying we have got to make transportation reform a key issue for any state uh, um, candidates today. People have got to be contacting them about it, have to contact all the elected officials. But right now, say, what are you going to do about transportation? We don't need commuter rail. We need the roads fixed. Imagine, and I've, I have challenged Mr. Uh, Congressman John Micah on this in the past, the nerve of you to want to spend money on a commuter rail system when our interstates are collapsing. State uh, mm -hmm. Interstate 35, collapsing. 
and and building the bridges to nowhere, which, as we all know, didn't quite happen, but they still got the money. <laughs> but, right, uh, right. You know, when it's this kind of reckless disregard for the welfare of the people. It's, uh, you know, uh, libertarians, I, I appreciate, I am, I am a conservative. In case anyone can't tell that yet, I am a conservative. Um, <laughs> I am also a, a no-party affiliation. I have no use for either of the two parties. So I'm an American. Forget the party stuff. I'm an American. Right. And it's time to get back well, to the basics. Well, I have one post here. Uh, uh, they posted here. Uh, this, is, this is interesting, but I think that taxes are necessary. But that's really not the issue. I mean, there's already taxes set aside for road repairs. I mean, there, we, we're already paying taxes for repair of roads and highways. Uh, some of the roads, like you had mentioned, are, have already been paid for. So in essence, these, these toll roads, are, we're actually having to pay for the roads all over again. So that's really the point that we're trying to get across. That's correct. The toll roads are nothing but a cash cow. Right here in Florida, and you can you can go out there and check the records. Anybody can go out there in the public records. They divert funds from the highway trust fund to non-transportation expenses. Then they raise the tolls, or they say they have to build a toll road. And then even if even if the issue with the federal trust fund, they're saying we know people are driving less, so our revenues are down. And they said that a while back when people started first using the more fuel-efficient cars. You know, the people are still driving just as many miles, so the same amount of damage is being done to the roads, but they're buying less gas because the cars are more fuel efficient. Well, they, nobody talks about all the SUVs for all those years that were, you know, the gas hogs of, of the roads. They should, have been, um, they should have had a surplus of money during that time. No one talks about that. And then the other right. fact is that even if you, if, if you go and just do a cost analysis, if we increase the gas tax one cent, how much money that is going to put into that road that everybody takes advantage of and everybody benefits from? I don't know one person in this country, visitor, resident, citizen, whatever, that does not benefit from the highway system. Does anybody survive without that highway system? I don't think so. <laughs> so it would be pretty rough. <laughs> so you could add one penny on the gas tax and show the cost comparison. Here's what you're going to get for one penny, which will equate to, you know, $50 over the course of a year or whatever it might be, depending on what kind of car you drive and how much you drive. Or, you know, you could take that extra 5 bucks when you go to register your vehicle. That 5 bucks that right. time there. You know, there's all these other ways. No overhead cost. You eliminate right. all the cost involved in running these collection systems and these toll authorities. Right. You know, well, so we're, we're getting... We're get we're getting short on time here. Let me get. A, I've got another caller here. Let's get this caller online real quick. Uh, hello, caller. You're on the line. Yeah. How are you today? Great, great, Alan. This is Nathan in Orlando. Um, I, I'm looking at Independence Realist's uh, last comment in the chat room. Uh, the thing he forgets is when they wanted to build that road, they said, "Well, hey, we need to raise the tax." And then after they built the road, they 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 said, "Look, we got potholes. We need to." pave it we need to fix it so we need to raise the tax so we can repair it and then they said look we, we got to widen this road we need to raise the tax so we can widen it widen it and then they said wait we need to put some tolls on this road and he forgets they never said after they raised that tax okay now that we got it fixed we're going to give you that money back they still kept taking it so he he said yeah. we need to grow up <laughs> no no he needs to grow up well, no, I think what happened there was uh, he kind of came in on board there towards the end, and he was thinking, I believe he was, just, was thinking that we were just talking about all roads and uh, didn't catch that we were just talking about toll roads. Well, but even, so even that's all roads, once when they, they, raise it, they, they, they create a tax to build a road, and, and after the road's built, they still keep taking that tax, and now that they need to widen it, they, they say, hey, we need to raise the taxes until we've got to widen this road. And then after that, they say we got to repair it. So they wide and 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 they never go back after they've done what they've done and said, okay, now that we got this done, we're going to let you have your tax back. It it, it never stops. Oh, I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Well, well, that that's a good point, and that's what happens all over the place. And great show, and, great uh, show. Well, thanks. I, I appreciate you calling and being a part of the show. Uh, that goes back to uh, Sally, what the lady from Tulsa was talking about, that they had uh, 
asked for the people there to pay for taxes to repair the roads. And anyway, it passed, so everybody paid in their taxes. And then about two or three years later, they came back and said, well, all that tax money you paid in two or three years ago, well, it didn't really go to the roads, so now we're asking you to uh, do it all over again. And uh, I think that's where so many people are frustrated. I mean, where's the money going to? Just, just I mean, where's it going to? It, the, the enormous amount of waste. I mean, the Cowgirls Hall of Fame, and I mean, the, the things that they spend our tax dollars on, uh, you know, it's just totally, totally outrageous. I'll go back here in Florida to this tourist tax. There's absolutely no reason why we shouldn't be getting, you know, maybe even as much as 5% of that tourist revenue to support the infrastructure that supports the tourist industry. But, you know, these, these elected officials, they've got their friends they've got to take care of. They don't care about the people. The people are the, are the last thing. And people have got to understand that is what has happened to this government. And if the Americans don't get engaged and take this country back, it truly will be owned by everybody but the Americans. I mean, it's just it is such a disgrace. And, you know, at one point I thought, you know, I, I would hear people talk like this and I would think they were lunatics. And I was like, but I've gone out there and done the research. Go out there. I challenge anybody listening, the Security Prosperity Partnership of North America, a.k.a. the North American Union, literally dissolving this country and making us all part of Canada and Mexico. That's what this government's doing. Right. That, you know, it's just it's yeah. totally outrageous. And Well, um, you're a Yeah. You're uh, I'm trying to get some things in here real quick. Your your uh your website is tollscreategridlock.org. Correct. Right? Yep. And what about this? Now you're planning a no toll roads rally. September 22nd. Tell us about that real quick. Is that still coming up? Is it still in the plans? I am still working on it. I need to know for anyone that's out there, if you're interested in participating, and I'm calling it the rush hour um, protest uh, rally, uh, because no better time than rush hour to get in the face of people who are stuck in traffic and also to get the media's attention to say, we want transportation reform here in Florida. Um, if I can get a group of trucks uh, involved, that, w that would be great. Either we can clog up the um, toll plaza at the Lake uh, Conway Road right here in Orlando, Lake Underhill and Conway Road, make a demonstration there. We can also do a sign waving by I-4, saying no I-4 tolls. Transportation reform now, tourist tax dollars for transportation. Yeah, I mean, we have got to get the word out there. It is so desperately needed. And these, uh, the current elected elites are going to totally ignore us unless we get in their face. And it's going to get worse. I can't afford it. That's all, all, all there is to it. Okay, so the rush hour protest rally planning for September 22nd. If people want to get involved, get a hold of, how do they get a hold of you? Just send me an email, sally at tollscreategridlock.org. And it's just it's three words together, tollscreategridlock.org. And if you don't have access um, to email, and if you're interested and you want to send me your information, you can fax it to me, uh, to my attention, at 407-208-9350. And anybody who wants to help me coordinate this, uh, that would be a very good, um, I would appreciate the assistance with it. We, Everybody in Florida knows transportation is an issue. But everybody has been reluctant to take a stand. We, we get involved in some of the other issues, but the transportation is critical. We need to get it cleaned up, and the, right now during election time is the time to do it. Okay, so they can just simply uh, email you at sally at tollscreategridlock.org, or again, just go to, is there a place on your site, tollscreategridlock.org? Is your uh, email there? Yes, they can also get it through my, my um, website. I'm putting some updates out there. I will be posting the specifics on the um, uh, rush hour rally on the website. I haven't got it out there yet, but you'll see where it says stop I-4 tolls, and the information will be uh, at that point. So I do need to get that out there, but they can definitely get to my email through the website, and again, they can fax me the information, and then I will get back with everybody. Um, but we need to get together. I, I, with very few exceptions, the majority of people are tired of the toll abuse, as I call it, and we need to get the transportation cleaned up here in Florida. It's getting worse. The nerve of them to sell Alligator Alley. It just yeah, know. that's something else. So, well, okay. Well, I we are about out of time. We're bringing it right down to the line here. I appreciate you being here and wish you good luck with your rally and 
And um, everybody can just go to tollscreategridlock.org or email Sally at tollscreategridlock.org if they'd like to participate in the rush hour protest rally set up, setting up for September 22nd. Sally, thanks for being here. I really appreciate it. It was a great show. Well, thank you so much, and maybe we can do this again because I know we didn't even – we just barely touched on the subject. <laughs> You know, one hour goes by fast, and we had a lot of callers, a lot of participants in this. But yes. uh, I'll, I'll stay in touch, stay in touch with me, and we'll get you back on. Okay, that sounds great. Thank you again. Uh-huh, thanks again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That does it for Truth About Trucking Live. Thanks for listening. Appreciate it.